Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It is Wednesday, October 28th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Annapolis Police Department is investigating the theft from an Annapolis resident. On Monday morning, police were called to the 200 block of Sumner Road, which is over by the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, in reference to a reported fraud. When they got there, the female victim said that an unknown person had gained access to her bank account and made a transfer of, get this, $55,000 to another account. Police are investigating this, but I'm not so sure I'd be calling the Annapolis Police Department. No offense, guys, but if I'm out 55 grand, I'm calling the FBI on that one. And this is really kind of a disturbing story, but Juan Torres, 64, of Annapolis, will be spending the next 50 years in prison for sexually abusing his two step-granddaughters. He was sentenced to 110 years by Judge Mark Crooks. He suspended all but 50 years. And what's really disturbing about this is that Torres is a former Anne Arundel County police officer who was working in the Crime Exploitation Unit investigating the same types of crimes that he was convicted of. State's attorney Ann Colt Lightus said, It's my hope that this sentence provides the family with a sense of peace and that the victims receive the necessary support and counseling to lead healthy lives. Sex abuse of any minor is a crime. If you or someone you know needs help, please encourage them to reach out to a trustworthy adult or call the Sexual Assault Crisis Center and hotline at 410-222-6800. That's a very important number. I'm going to repeat that. 410 222 6,800. This goes back to August of 2019. An adult relative of the two victims contacted police and said that his nieces confided that they were sexually abused by their step-grandfather. The one victim met with Anne Arundel County Police. She said that her grandfather began abusing her at age three through her junior year of high school. He had her watch pornography. He would place his hand underneath her clothing. They watched adult and child pornography together, and he had even told her to destroy any evidence if anything happened to him. For the second victim, she said that she was sexually abused by her step-grandfather from the age of three to 14. She currently is still a minor. She said it happened multiple times throughout the years and she was forced to perform oral sex on Torres and that he would touch her breasts over the top of her clothing. Torres is from Annapolis, but the events took place at various residences throughout Anne Arundel County. I'm very glad that this man will be going away for a minimum of 50 years. All right, let's get on to some good news. We've had enough bad for today. Anne Arundel County Executive Stuart Pittman is giving away money again. He has to spend that $100 million by the end of the year. That is the CARES Fund, and he has announced a $5 million fund to give grants to restaurants. Restaurants will be getting up to $10,000, and food trucks can get up to $5,000. This one is specifically targeted to food trucks, catering businesses, bed and breakfast establishments, and dine-in, non-drive-through restaurants. It can be used to pay operating expenses such as rent, payroll, utilities, any costs associated with the purchase of PPE. Maybe you need to ensure the sanitary physical spaces, implementing any online customer engagement or transactions. So if you need to get a website, if you need to worry about delivery, you can't use it for capital improvements. 
And he does expect another $5 million from the state. So this will ultimately be a $10 million fund. It is going to be administered by the Anne Arundel County Economic Development Corporation. Again, $10,000 for catering businesses, beds and breakfast, dine-in, non-drive-through restaurants, five grand for food trucks. And to qualify, you must be located in Anne Arundel County. Makes sense have been open and operating prior to March 13th of 2020, be in good standing with the State of Maryland Department of Assessments and Taxation, and submit a copy of an active food service license issued by the Health Department. You're also going to have to upload a voided company check to facilitate a direct deposit of the grant proceeds. This will happen pretty quickly because it does need to be distributed by the end of the year, and the application period is expected to open in mid-November, and you're going to be wanting to follow aaedc.org to find out when that happens. As soon as we hear, we will let you know as well. The second program that he announced is an expansion of the humanitarian relief fund that he had. This is going to go to people that are working in restaurants who have lost wages, including tips as a result of reduced hours, reduced customers, etc. And this is a temporary financial assistance in the form of a $500 Visa gift card. Those are available now. And if you are a restaurant worker who has lost wages, you want to go to aawdc.org slash relief. That's aawdc.org slash relief. So some good news from the county executive there. Good news for drivers. Lake Defense Highway is a little bit more shallow. The State Highway Administration has announced that they've completed a million-dollar drainage and maintenance project on Maryland 450 Defense Highway in Anne Arundel County. This is the area that constantly floods whenever it rains. And if you've ever gone from Annapolis to Crofton, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They replaced the culverts, they removed sediment, they did additional landscaping and stabilized the stream channel to prevent that. It's not entirely prevented. You should know that even though we have improvements, severe weather events can still result in standing water there, but it is a lot better. So good news for drivers heading between Annapolis and Crofton. And the holidays are coming, but they may be a little bit different. The city of Annapolis announced what's happening for the holidays, parking, midnight madnesses, and everything else. So I'm going to sort of run it down for you. Parking from Thanksgiving through January 2nd, 2021 will be free for two hours at all metered spaces. If you use the ParkMobile app and use the code PARKDTA, you'll get an extra hour. If you want to park in the garage, there is a flat $5 fee available in the Knighton or Gotts garages, but you have to prepay that at AnnapolisParking.com. The city is giving the Annapolis JCs $17,000 to decorate storefronts in downtown and Eastport with greens. That's going to happen at the end of November. The Downtown Annapolis Partnership is going to be chipping in. They're going to have holiday-themed flags and banners, a Christmas tree at Market Space, a menorah at City Dock, decorative street lighting throughout downtown. And for those that were worried, Snowflake Alley will be lit and decorated for socially distanced selfies and strolling. There are going to be three Midnight Madnesses this year. And during those Midnight Madnesses, both Main Street and Maryland Avenue will be completely closed to vehicles to allow for additional space to socially distance. Shopping is going to start two hours earlier than usual, so it will start at 4 p.m. as opposed to 6 p.m. And the dates for these are December 3rd until midnight, December 10th until midnight, and December 17th until 11 p.m. On Midnight Madness, the Knighton, Gotts, and Hillman garages will all be free. 
Don't forget the Eastport Yacht Club's Lights Parade. That will be on Saturday, December 12th out in the harbor. And the Chabad of Anne Arundel County is going to have a menorah lighting for Hanukkah at 545 on December 13th. 2021 is coming in with a real bummer because the city really has canceled New Year's Eve. The city-sponsored tent party fireworks have all been canceled due to the pandemic. And a little bit more on that whole Midnight Madness thing there. As we said, Main Street and Maryland Avenue are going to be completely closed to traffic. And for those that are unable or not particularly comfortable coming down to shop in person, the Downtown Annapolis Partnership has made it easy to shop online. You can go to midnightmadnessannapolis.com. And I don't think I've ever seen a longer URL, but midnightmadnessannapolis.com. That's all spelled out. In addition to the Midnight Madnesses, many stores are going to be opening until 9 p.m. throughout December, especially on Friday and Saturday evenings. And the Downtown Annapolis Partnership has given them open late for safe shopping flags. So look for the flag and you know that your favorite store may be open. Additional outdoor holiday events scheduled this season are the Small Business Saturday in downtown Annapolis on November 28th, Artist Sunday throughout the city on November 29th, First Sunday Arts Holiday Market on West Street, which is the First Sunday Arts Fest, but the December edition, on December 6th. Of course, the Eastport Yacht Club Light Parade, which I had mentioned, on December 12th. We already talked about parking, but also remember the Calvert Street Parking Garage offers free parking weekdays from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. and all day Saturday and Sunday year-round. Now, that's just a few steps from St. John's College. If you are on Calvert Street, you take it to the dead end away from West Street, take a right, and then the garage is right there on your right. It's directly across the street from the Key Auditorium on the St. John's campus. And finally, just a few upcoming podcasts that we have in the can that you're going to be sure to catch. We spoke with a local realtor and how COVID has impacted the whole real estate market. It's kind of interesting there. We took a deep dive in with Maryland's higher education secretary. I was up there yesterday in Baltimore talking with Dr. Fielder, and you'll be surprised at what MHEC has in store for you. And finally, I've got some cool news from the Annapolis Town Center. You're going to have to wait and hear of those, and I also have a few others. So that's what's coming up for bonus podcasts, so you want to keep your ears and eyes open for them. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to update these stories and more. If you are someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure you let your friends, family, and colleagues all know about the podcast and how to get a hold of it. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We have George Young standing by with your local DCMDVA weather forecast. All of that's coming up in just one minute, but here is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons, and many homeowners like yourself are adding battery backup and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's residential energy storage income tax credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a wasting. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. 
When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, October 28th. Yesterday was a bit nicer than Monday with slightly warmer temps and maybe a bit more sunlight peeking through the clouds. And today will be a virtual repeat with mostly cloudy skies and temps in the mid to upper 80s, but conditions will change in the overnight hours with rain breaking out across the region early Thursday morning as the remnants of tropical system Zeta quickly move northeast toward the Annapolis region from the Gulf Coast, bringing two inches or more of rain for many across Anne Arundel County throughout all of Thursday and into Friday before the system then pulls away out into the Atlantic with clearing skies and much colder temps behind it. With AM lows Saturday morning in the 30s for many with sunny highs 50 to 55 degrees before more sunshine and highs near 60 degrees on Sunday as we fall back an hour into Eastern Standard Time. And looking ahead to next week, conditions should be fairly nice for the big election day on Tuesday, November 3rd with sunshine and highs in the upper 50s to lower 60s, though the day will likely start out on a chilly note with temps in the upper 30s to lower mid 40s across the region. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DCMD VA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC. MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at DCMDVAweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Annapolis may be Maryland's state capital, but it's also the sailing capital of the world. And whether you call Naptown home or are just planning a visit, a cruise on the Annapolis Maritime Museum's newly restored skipjack, the Wilma Lee is a perfect opportunity to sit back, relax, and let the wind carry you across the water. Whether you're looking for front row seats to the Wednesday night sailing races, a guided sailing heritage tour, or an evening cruise to enjoy the extraordinary sunsets over the Chesapeake, a cruise aboard the historic Wilma Lee is the perfect way to connect the bay through both cultural and ecological lenses. The Annapolis Maritime Museum is making sure all safety protocols are undertaken, including social distancing and requiring masks while boarding. And the boat is open air, allowing plenty of space to socially distance. Tickets are available at Ameritime.org. Private cruises are also available. Visit Ameritime.org for more information. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.